Good. Hi, Sandy here with Conversations with Ask the Pool Guy. And Al Curtis here as well. Conversations with, well, the I guess the pool girl. Pool girl. Unless yeah. you're talking to yourself. Right. No, I'm talking to you. So, I wanted to talk today about kind of general business practices, not just pool industry specific stuff, because there is a lot more to you and I and the companies that we run than just being pool people. And we talk an awful lot, especially, you know, in conversations with Ask the Pool Guy about pool specific me. things, which oh, is okay. you. Okay. I thought we could have a little bit more of a conversation today just about some in general good ideas if you're a business person. So the first topic that I thought it was worth jumping into is we had a coaching call with the Two Fit guys out of Texas the other day. And one of the things that we talked about is the value of doing video to engage the audience. And then one of the things that we've noticed is when people get to know you on YouTube, or if they get to know me, people feel like they know us already before we ever meet them in person. And that can be, when you're getting used to it, a little bit interesting. Mm -hmm. And I imagine it's, to a small extent, what celebrities go through when they play characters on shows and then people meet them and they feel like they know them because they've been in their living room every day character, yeah. but they really never met them before so i wanted to just kind of talk through some general business tips especially if people whether in the industry or not are taking our advice and doing this video so well, al when it happens to you what do you do i'll answer that but first i want to kind of step back to something you mentioned there thinking about Hollywood and thinking about the, the what an actor portrays and what's really interesting is you're you're right that people tend to know that character and they somehow expect that actor to be that character and that's probably another one of those really distinct points when having talked to my daughter Jessie when she had said oh yeah YouTube uh, YouTube fame is way more important to me because it's real people doing real things in their own authentic voice, being themselves, versus how many people want to meet whoever as a real celebrity, or do they want to meet the character? They fall in love with the character, which isn't the person, they're just playing them. And what is their real life all about? And I think that's what's been interesting on my, from my perspective with our YouTube popularity. I'll in no way, shape, or form call it fame, it's kind of silly. But I'm allowed to play me with my feelings, with my thoughts. Yeah, we wrap most of it around the pool business. But that's just a piece of me. And when you talk pools, that's just a piece of you. And yet we're so much deeper, richer human beings with experiences and with thoughts. And with all of that that we actively seek. I think there's a, a segment of the population that just sort of goes day to day, bouncing from whatever, you know, when life pushes them that way, they go that way, and then they push back. And you and I, as as the team of the duo of who we are... We paddle the canoe. <laughs> we do. We're, we're always taking a direction and always doing something with it, whether it's... That's you paddling. Canoe. You know you're supposed to switch, right? You well, I, but if you did your side, but then we'd be in a two-seater canoe. Right. But I, okay. I was anticipating, so, like, good, I'm steering on this good side, okay. and you're... Yeah. I'm in the back just watching you paddle. 
anyway, there's that, there's that authenticity part of we can just be who we are and do what we want to do and, and, and expose it to the world. And I think any business has that potential and, and should share the culture of people because that's all that we're really doing is the culture of us. And when that person knows me, it's, it's uncomfortable because I don't know them. It's good that they know me because it, it, that's good, but I have to work really hard at going, now how do I know you? Because I don't know them, but they very much know me. And that, that's just a, do you ever get used to it? I have no idea. I know that just having come from the show and that happening just countless numbers of time, times over and over and over every single day and me trying to handle it as gracefully as I could each and every time. And I don't even... Well, I think that's a point, and it does not happen to me nearly as much as it does to you in the pool industry, but I know around the Brighton business world, mm -hmm. it has happened to me quite a bit. And what I would always suggest, if you're a person that recognizes someone who you've kind of met through video or online, it's always a great idea when you meet them in person for the first time to explain how you know them. I've definitely done that when I've gone up to some maybe more power figures in the industry. I've gone up to them, shaken their hand, and said, Hi, I'm Sandy with the company, and here's how you would know me. Here's okay. our interaction. Here's I've emailed you or we've talked or whatever that so, may be. So you gave them the so, framework. They so didn't have I, to sit there and... I would always do that whenever possible. And then if that's not possible, if somebody just comes up to you or comes up to me, I always try to smile and nod and act as if I know them, mm -hmm. even if I don't. And hopefully in conversation it'll come up and they'll say, oh, remember me? And oh, yeah, definitely. But you looked familiar. And so um, so we always want to do that. There's nothing worse than the experience that I had at a grocery store a couple weeks ago where somebody yelled my name out from across the way. And I'm like, hey, how are you doing? And they're like, you don't know who I am, do you? And I'm like, well, you look so familiar. And then they walked away, and it just left me feeling like, you know, like where's the punchline of the joke, or like it was super awkward. So I think, you know, don't be awkward on either end, and that's definitely something that'll take practice, is smiling and nodding and kind of enveloping anybody that comes up to you as if they're part of your circle, and you just, you know, you can't place them yet, but you kind of don't tell them that. Them you in. just welcome. I think that's the lesson. Be welcoming. Well, I had that happen just a few weeks ago myself at a local stone supplier. Remember I told you how there was a woman, I, I recognized her, and I was I was busy in my zone doing the thing. And then I turned and looked at her, and we caught eyes, and I'm like, oh, hey, I thought that was you. And I think I know maybe sort of kind of that it was a woman that I'd gone on a pool appointment with. And she acknowledged me as well. But it was this awkward interaction of what do we do next? And she had a guy she was working with with some stone stuff, and I had a guy. So it was easy just to kind of separate. But that, since that happens, it sort of haunted me thinking, how could I have handled that differently? Now, I could have launched right into, hey, have you decided on a pool? If, in fact, that's where I know her from. Because I, I kind of sort of think it is, but I don't know for sure. And on the same token, I, I don't want to be that guy either. Oh, so you ready to sign a deal? Good want to get. So I, I'm kind of playing this. Being, being coy isn't even the world. I, I just, I felt 
awkward after that experience. I wish that I had, I don't know how I would handle it differently, but I wish I knew how to handle it differently. And I think probably because that happened so often around the pool industry with the show and all of that, I'm kind of left that half the time struggling to remember names, let alone where do I know them from. At least when I, where I know them from, the name isn't so important. And in so many of my cases today, just because of what we've done, I don't know them at all. At all. But they know me. Alright, so let's circle back. What is the helpful lesson here? I think, I think the helpful lesson to me is practice learning to be gracious in a way that makes sense each and every time. Yeah. And I think there's probably a process that should happen that when someone acknowledges you, catches their eye, hey, and, and they give you that, you know when they're like, know you, you somehow. You know when they want you to know that they know you. Yes. Yeah. And I think it's just having a process, here's what I always do. When I don't know what they're... And that's something I've been thinking about ever since. And I think it is simply that. Practice that line. Practice that, hey, how are you? And when you're stuck there, and I think just doing that same thing over and over. And it would be something as simple as where, where you said, hey, hey, great to see you again. And then just try to figure out, maybe have a couple pointed questions or something. I don't, I don't know that I have you an answer. You know what else I think? can happen in those cases, and I've used this as well, hi, it's nice to see you, remind me again how I know you, mm -hmm. because I know that I do, because I know that you're so familiar, and I'm sorry, but just refresh my memory, what is your name? And I think so if you I'm do not that there, with though. a smile, you I have a that. challenge with that, though. Because, because somebody random and Because so many people know don't know, I don't know them at all. Yeah. You, you have a very much a local fame, a lore of who you are, just with the, being the first lady of the Insights Group and being the Hugs Lady and all of those things. That's in that true. case, when you're connected already somehow, easy to say, geez, remind me where I know you from. I throw that question out and 80% of the time it's going to be, well, you don't know me. So yeah. then I'm going to feel awkward. So I think in a case where... Remind me, it's how familiar, do you know me again? So just reverse yeah, the language. Oh, yeah, but so it's, it's you'll kind meet of like, Al, and I'll, I'll like be the starstruck fan, and I'll go well, like, hi, pool guy, and you'll say... Hi! Remind... I could... I never... Could, no! It, it, remind it, me how you know me again. It, it's, it's, almost <laughs> go, like, okay. it's almost like the conversation we had earlier okay, do with someone to introduce you. Well, don't you know who I am? <laughs> I, that's the okay. same thing. Okay. Hi, pool guy. Hey, how are you today? <laughs> <laughs> Remind me, how do you know me again? <laughs> it's you, that see, is never going to roll I'm off my lips. Never you ever. The ever. Lines. It is. Those aren't lines. If I everybody if, that watches this video, Wendy, if, I implore you, help Al practice this as you see him. <laughs> so, in doing that, it would be. The exact comment that you got on Facebook today. Well, you should already know me. I will. I never want to make that assumption ever, because look at how cheesy you felt with that comment. Yeah. So don't you think that me going remind me how you know me? That is that is so self-centered and so. Not if you say it in a really nice. Way. I can't say it in a nice way. I mean, that's. I'm gonna like. I'm going to bite my tongue halfway through and choke on it That's if I... That's like your way of saying... Remind me how you know me. I don't 
freaking know you, but remind me how you know me. I, I would like to see you do that. <laughs> I thought it would be helpful. That's not going to help. I will use it. We have somebody coming in the office in just a little bit. and Remind me how you know me. <laughs> I think they would just be taken aback like, you have to be kidding me, you arrogant bleep 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 bleep. Well, you know, I wonder if women wouldn't get called arrogant quite as much as men would in situations like that. They might that. be called aloof or a bitch. You know, or I think, well, I don't know, if you say it with a smile, with that southern well, twang, yeah, it's like, you can, see, you can get away with that. Like, like, Yo, honey. hey, oh, honey, honey, how, how, now remind me, how do you know me? I'll kick into my <laughs> southern. You could totally do that. You, oh, you would right. not come across as arrogant. Well, hello there, young lady. Now remind me. How exactly do you know me? The all-important me right here. How do you know me? That's hilarious, and it's reminding me of people that we know. Unfortunately, it does, and that's what drives me oh, shoot. bonkers. All right, so we're looking for comments from the audience on what to and do how to handle this that. situation. There's no there's no Z list fame book as to how to handle the the little bit of it might be up to X or Y. I doubt it. No no. It's it's definitely a Z plus. Alright, so anyway. what are some other general business tips oh, that we geez, could we give get because back we're so now. good at them. Well Well there a little lady uh remember how you know me <laughs> Can, can you remind me there, ma'am? Well, if you're laughing about it, at least... I don't know you at all. Can you tell me how you know me somehow? So that I can figure this out? You can always fake amnesia. Huh? <laughs> I'm really good at that. Alright, so there's that is a question, though, because... I very much want to be inclusive. Yeah. I don't want to be exclusive or to be... To full of myself whatever that somehow you're supposed to know me and I'm not supposed to know you. I don't like that feeling at all. Out of all of this, when that happens, I feel really awkward. And <laughs> Sorry. Fortunately... Oh, you were being serious, but I was thinking of somebody else's line who would be like, like, hi, how are you? Remind me again your name. You look so much younger than the last time I saw you. I was going to say older or different, but younger would be better. Okay. You could do that. Back to... Wow, you look different. You look so much younger than yeah. last time I saw you. What was wrong with you before? <laughs> I know. Anyway, okay. What you're saying. Back to your serious thoughts. Sorry. I have no idea where I was going with that, but I, I was wondering. <laughs> what? I was going to say good, because I was getting bored, but... <laughs> now I'm just punchy. <laughs> I guess. Okay. Must have been my... Oh my brogues. Remind me what you were going to surprise and delight me. Remind me what you were going to surprise and delight the Can't audience. Can't you say that? Then the, <laughs> no. uh, I, I think that there's a challenge with that though because I, I very much want to be inclusive and I don't like that part. And fortunately most of the time what does happen is, this is me being serious now, is people will start the conversation with Hey, I watch your YouTube stuff. That's like, oh, so then it's easy to be gracious and it's easy to say, man, thank you. I, I appreciate that. You know, I we're, we're just doing what we do and wanting to help people. And I can go into that part of the thing. But when someone looks at me and I look back at them and they look back at me and, they, and there's this awkward, 
I don't know you, but you're staring at me. And somehow we need to break that tension. And I guess, I, do I know you? Or, you know, I mean, there could be something. And I, ch I hesitate to do that as that's well because awkward. maybe I do know them really well or should know them really well. Yeah. But that's what happened one of those times. And it was, uh, it was a case where they just said. Have we met before? Although, if you've met a lot, then see, you hate I know, to say that. I know. Yeah. I, I guess there's probably a, a several different ways, but there's got to be something. Someone <laughs> we'll make us. you a book, and yeah. you'll be like, hold, hold, hold on. Hold <laughs> now, remind me how you know me. Oh, no. Wrong page. Um, oh, have we met before? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Um, so, you're sure looking younger than the last time I saw you. No, wait, that's not the page. That's not necessarily going to work, but I mean, the idea That's is, the idea is really kind of, I should just carry a, a notebook around and go, so remind me, how don't you know me? <laughs> so we're not giving much business advice here, are we? We're giving a... When, when you face an awkward challenge and you don't know what to do, then, you know, go to a trusted yeah. advisor for advice and support. And then, Hence, I don't go to her and she doesn't come and, to me. And then we go to someone trusted. If you don't get it, then do a podcast about it and I, see what happens. I think what we've certainly learned is you do the best that you can and be as gracious as you can. And if you sound like an asshole and you make someone feel bad, you learn from it. And that's going to happen, I'm sure. But that's no different than thumbs downs on YouTube videos or. You know, people sometimes just have to do that to get out of whatever. And, you know, I, I, I think as long as the intent is good, that's all we can really expect ourselves to do is be the best that we can. But it is awkward, and there's got to be there's got to be a simpler way. And we're just delving it's into this. It's called charisma. I suppose. Just, I could work on that. You just I, turn I mean, on your charisma. I'm going to have to work on that one. Yeah. You know, there is something that some people have, and it's just that innate ability to just... make people feel like you're in the moment and you're focused on them. And when we met um, one of the actors from Atlas Shrugged, who played John Galt in the movie, and we got to go to the movie premiere, I was pretty astounded by the fact that we got to go up and meet him. And I've been to events like that in the past, and people are kind of shaking your hand as they're looking it. around. And the people that can shake your hand and look you in the eye and acknowledge you in that moment and make themselves present with you and make you feel present, that is powerful. So maybe even short of saying anything, hi, how are you doing, maintaining eye contact for that brief minute that's a good point. is the simplest acknowledgement that you that, can give to someone. That's a good point. Hold their eye until they're uncomfortable. Well, not until they're no, uncomfortable. No, but, no, but, that is a really like, good idea. Be that present there's with that, them. Like, that I presence. care that I'm yeah, here with you. Yeah. There's that presence, and then there's there's that that quiet confidence, which yeah. is charisma as well, yeah. by being there. And I do think that's really important. It doesn't hurt present. if you're tall and sexy. I'm just saying. That helps for you. It didn't work. It wasn't working for me, but I would agree that he was all of the rest of that charisma part, yeah. for sure. And I think that is probably a good starting point and a good lesson is just staying present in the moment and not ever being greater than or bigger than or more important than 
Because we're not. We're just all human beings living on the on the the world trying to do our thing and some people have more clout, some people have more power, some people have more money, some people have more prestige, some but does any of it matter? Not really. No, but we what society always matters it to matter. is how people feel yes. in your presence and yeah. about yeah. you. Yeah. Alright, so what other advice shall we delve into? Well you started that though with video and the power of video from that from a business perspective, not just pool related. Is that's afforded us a lot of attention by just doing our work and our video work consistently. So yeah, we do the video. I think that I think that doing the video consistently has certainly changed everything about us as people, but the company as well. I think it's really important, and I don't know that. I don't know that there's an industry that that couldn't apply to. Well, I have a question for you because when we meet with people, we often say the key to your success and the key to unlocking your block is doing more video. Is there ever a case where you think it'll be ineffective or the opposite of effective? I had a thought today as I was driving. I was thinking about our sphere of influence and the people that we hang around typically are mostly B2C, business to consumer. And I think business to consumer, it's very effective. Is it as effective business to business? I don't know. It seems like it could be, it seems like it should be, but I'm not, I'm not in a position to really know how effective it would be as business to business. I know business to consumer, absolutely video is everything. Business to business, Depends on what type of business and size and scale of the business and who you're dealing with. If it's an HR person or if it's or whoever it is, th those things could affect it a little bit. But I think business to consumer video always would be good, mm -hmm. always because we're still doing business with people. No matter pick any of the mundane business transactions people have, it's still people to people. Well, I know that there's definitely industries that I can point to that it makes sense for, like you said, anybody in that business to consumer and artists, personal trainers, electricians, anybody that you would invite into your home or into your backyard space to do anything. Do you need an intro video of your accountant? You know, it would make getting to know them a lot easier. So I guess I would make the argument that yeah, everybody business. could. Because once you, you could say, well, maybe if they see that side of me on video, they won't want to do business with me. Well, maybe if they meet you in person, they'll feel the same way. So just prevent that say, from happening. Yeah, say all the time. And if they're not right, that they're not right. I do think that video helps consumers discern whether they even want to go farther in the process. Because really, it's, a, it's not about us wanting to determine if it's going to go farther in the process. It's, it's We're putting out video so that they can discern whether they want to or not. Even if they want to, it doesn't mean we have to. But the purpose of the video is for them to decide if the next step is even viable. And I do think that that might be a little bit more difficult business to business. I, I Maybe not. Maybe it's all exactly the same. I don't have enough experience in that realm to say whether I think it would work. I think some businesses, absolutely, on a more personal level, business to business, not a problem. But that typical 
transactional business to business stuff. I don't know. I don't know. So from that standpoint, B2C for sure. B2B, I, I don't know. And it, it kind of makes sense. And I was driving down the road thinking about that today, realizing that when you deal with a consumer, the end user, it's really our responsibility. We're dealing with the very end of the line. And it's our responsibility to make sure that interaction happens well because that represents the entire supply chain, the entire whatever is involved on this side before the transaction happens. Is If we can represent it the best, then it helps everyone. And if we just talk universal energy, the better, the more good we put into every transaction, the more good the industry feels. And I think that's missed an awful lot in the pool industry in particular that we have these consumers that are floating way out there, they're really smart, they have money, they're, they're educated, they understand, they all those things, and then we have pool people in between that aren't representing the product as well as they could, nor themselves as well as they could, and we have these manufacturers putting tons of money into research and development and having the whole infrastructure to get it to wholesaling, to get it through distribution, and all of that, and I do think the biggest part of the breakdown is between the consumer and the dealer. And I and I don't know what it is there, but I think the manufacturer, for the most part, is doing their part. Not every time. I know we've had a few weird cases happen. But I think manufacturing is doing a hard... They're doing what they need to do to produce the, the thing, whatever the thing is. Working it through all the supply chain, and there might be some hiccups there. But so much of the disconnect is that very last step where after all of this stuff was done, we got to go this much farther and that's where it falls apart. I suspect that's probably true in most consumer business to consumer transactions. And I don't mean a, a retail store where you go in and you buy a product off the shelf. That's a little different. But when you're dealing with specifically with salespeople and people interacting with, with consumers, it's that very last step that breaks down for whatever reason. And maybe that's where it gets too egoic. Maybe it gets too, I, I don't know, but something strange happens there sometimes. Not so, not for us anymore, which is a beautiful, but when I look back at the experience of my life, and I had a conversation today with the builder, and he was saying, oh, yeah, this is the only time of year I can take off is during hunting because it's it's the only time that uh, the, the customers, for some reason, are accepting that I wouldn't be here because you know most of the contractors are gone, and and I'm I just thought really, so that's the only time you couldn't take two days out if you had something to do because your your customer wouldn't let you, and it was really kind of interesting. I thought well there's a disconnect right there, who are you dealing with? Why why is it happening in such a way? What what do you believe versus what do they believe that you create this disconnect? And I was thinking well that's not true, I most of the time don't choose to take time away to go do something it's and it's my own obligation to be there not the customer insisting that I'm there and I think that's the paradigm that we live in today though because we've learned to control and manage all of it and it's not the customer's responsibility it's ours so many people it's the customer's responsibility no it's not so I don't know if that's any other advice or not but to me that was just kind of weird something happening today awesome so until next time, hi pool guy. Hey, now, now remind me, you look familiar, how do you know me? <laughs> <laughs>